At the Commonwealth Policy Foundation, we try to approach the issues of life, marriage, religious liberty, and fiscal integrity from a biblical perspective that promotes thoughtfulness and kindness. We work with political leaders and concerned citizens from all across the state. To stay informed, visit CommonwealthMatters.org and sign up for our e-newsletter. The Commonwealth Policy Foundation is a nonprofit organization that only exists because of friends like you. Thanks for tuning in to the Commonwealth Matters. Welcome to the Commonwealth Matters. I'm Richard Nelson, Executive Director of the Commonwealth Policy Center. Here with good friend Ron Hicks. Ron, welcome to the program. Thank you, Richard. It's always great to be here to talk about uh, modern-day issues and kind of look at them from a biblical perspective. Ron, have you noticed uh, when you're out and about amongst the community all of the wanted signs? Uh, everywhere. Fast food place, On gas marquees, stations. Doors of, of gas stations. Uh, absolutely. I, I, the other day, uh, I, as we were, we were going out to eat, and as we walked into a place that had just opened up, again, where you could, could go inside to be able to order, um, the door of that restaurant and the door of the restaurant right next to it had, had help wanted signs on there. I've talked mm-hmm. to a number of business people as well. Uh, as I do my work with Commonwealth Policy Center and travel the state, I'm interacting with a lot of business people. Yeah. And often I'm hearing, Richard, I can't find enough people to work here. And it doesn't matter if it's uh, low-level, uh, entry-level jobs, mm-hmm. fast food mm-hmm. or gas stations, mm-hmm. uh, or even experienced mm-hmm. uh, work. There is a lack of, uh, there's a shortage of labor here in Kentucky, well, and I think across the country as well. Is is there a shortage of labor, or there's a shortage of laborers because maybe they're making their money elsewhere? Or Yeah, yeah. I, the, thank you for mentioning <laughs> that, because we, we have been in the middle of a pandemic right. where the government has been... Of course, businesses have been shut down. And, and, and the government has forced businesses to shut down. So they figured, I guess they figured since we forced them to shut down, we, we have some sort of obligation to be able to keep them going or something. Right. So, so, the, so the government last year when the forced shutdown happened from mm-hmm. the federal and state government, mm-hmm. we saw help going towards businesses. Right. You saw the, the Paycheck Protection Program. Mm-hmm subsidizing employers Mm -hmm. that uh, were out of, they didn't have funds to pay employees. Mm -hmm. We also saw unemployment insurance increase, uh, the amount increase. We saw it extended. That's been something as well. Mm -hmm. But we've seen people not going back to work. We saw the stimulus. We saw the general stimulus checks. Uh I don't know if you got one. Most people, I think it was 75 million Mm -hmm. Americans received either a 1,400 or twenty eight hundred dollars mm-hmm, stimulus check mm-hmm. in the mail within the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Now, before that, it was six hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, we we were not sure if everybody needed those checks, but that money went out to certain uh, income earners mm-hmm. just across mm-hmm. the board. Mm-hmm. We did in the previous program. We talked about debt, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the government accumulating more debt that somebody's going to have to pay. But this one of the side effects with sending that money out. And with the increased unemployment insurance and with the Paycheck Protection Program, we're seeing uh, work disincentivized. Well, and, and, and the, gover- the government just recently, within the last couple of weeks, said, okay, those of you who have been on unemployment for a year or more with this extra $600 a month, now you actually have to start looking for a job again. So, so for literally for a whole year, the government said, whether you're looking for a job or not, we're going to give you unemployment, plus we're going to give you even more money to not look for a job. 
And so there are some people who may have been in entry-level positions that are making more money on unemployment than they, than they were working. Why would they go back to work if, if, if work isn't something that brings value to you? Why would they go back to work? But we were created from the beginning. God gave Adam and Eve, uh, God gave, first of all, Adam a job. Let me give you a job. Work wasn't called toil until after the fall of man, but it's good for a man to work. It's good for, it's good for people to work. I say man, I'm, you know, man, it's good for people to have a purpose, to, be, to, to feel like they have skin in the game, to be able to help this whole machine, to be able to function and to be able to operate. And if you have skin in the game, then you, can, you also feel like, okay, I'm paying taxes. The people who are spending my money, quote unquote, calling it free, they, they have an obligation to be good stewards with the money that I'm paying. But if, if you're not working and you're not paying into it, you don't have any skin in the game at all. It, it doesn't matter what they're doing because they're not spending my money. Ron, you, you're right. Going back to your point about how Adam and Eve were created to work, God made them in his image. Part of being in the image of God is that we work. God worked. It says in the first six days of creation, mm-hmm. he worked. He mm-hmm. created. He spoke yeah. the universe into existence. Mm-hmm. He put the sun and the moon and the stars in place. Mm-hmm. He created the earth, put the, you know, that made the trees grow, uh, made the plants grow, created fish and everything we see here. Mm-hmm. He did that. Mm-hmm. That was work. And when he was done after every day, he called it good. Yes. And on the sixth day, it, it was mm-hmm. good. And it was a, good. It was good. Yeah. But in, but on the sixth day, when he created Adam and Eve, he said it was very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Because this is the image bearer. This mm-hmm. is the one who's made in the image of God. Yes. Part of that means that we work. Part mm-hmm. of it means that we're creative. Mm-hmm. Part of it means that we think. We have minds. Mm-hmm. Part of it means that we're filled with emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gave us dominion over the earth, though. Absolutely. He and gave he us breathed a- into us the breath of life, so we became a living spirit. So he That's also right. gave us a, a spirit. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So we're made in his image, and we're made to work. Mm-hmm. Now, going back to something earlier, what we were just talking about mm-hmm. a minute ago, mm-hmm about disincentivizing work. The government's pumped a lot of money back into the economy. The government shut the economy down mm-hmm, to begin with, mm-hmm. but they trying to prop up businesses. They're trying to prop up workers mm-hmm. by increasing unemployment insurance. And that this moment, I think, has given us an opportunity to reflect yeah. on what we're working for. Yeah. Is it just that paycheck, which that's important that we get paid. Of course it is. It's really important sure, that we get paid, right? Sure. But if it's just that paycheck and there isn't something else that's motivating us, if, mm-hmm. if we don't feel called to do it, if we don't feel like we're using our gifts and our talents and contributing somehow, then maybe we're not in the right line of work. Right. And, but, and Because here's, here's where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are just happy to not go back to work at all because they're getting paid more. And it's hard to look. It's hard to criticize that if they're getting paid more think, from the yeah, government. I don't think we're being critical. So if you've got, if you've got somebody that, that has a family to support, and, 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 and again, we talked about this in the previous program about, about debt. So you, you have a family to support, um, before, I mean, there were some people that were, their businesses where they worked were forced to shut down and they did not receive unemployment for quite some time. And so they, they may have, they may have used their credit cards to be able to pay. And so now they, and, and so now the government says, okay, we're going to, we're going to give you unemployment. We're going to give you a little extra because you shut down. And so people are me are, are having to pay back what they've borrowed and and so so now if they went back to work guess what they're going to be making less so they think to themselves i've got to pay back with interest what i borrowed to be able to take care of my family and so now for me to go back to work i can't meet the obligations 
that that I that I got while I while I was off. So I, I've got to continue to draw this money. And so we're not beating people up for that. The whole the whole system was skewed when we started thinking about free money. Here, let's give you this free money, free money. Nobody worry. It, no, I say nobody. Often we don't think about the 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 back end of it. Who's going to pay? Because Richard, is anything in life really free? It's really not, Ron. There's there's always a bill that comes due, and if uh, if you don't pay the bill, there are consequences. So here we're talking in the previous program. We talked about the federal government overextending itself, getting into trillions of dollars of debt. You know that in the last year we have gone about five trillion dollars in additional debt. The the federal debt is at twenty eight point two five five trillion dollars with a T. A year ago, Ron, it was about 23, hmm. 23. So 5 trillion were just added in the last year. There's a proposal by President Joe Biden to add another $4.1 trillion just this year alone, just this year. Now that hasn't passed Congress. Right. They've got to battle it out and see if they can get mm-hmm. the votes to pass. I hope they don't because we've got to realize, as you said, that somebody pays the bill. It's you and me, by the way. Joe Biden has proposed one way to pay the bill is increasing taxes. Yeah. He's saying on the wealthy, but you know what? The wealthy often are the ones creating They're jobs. They're carrying a major load anyway, right. And they will pass the tax increases off to, what if they have a business and they're selling a product, mm-hmm. guess what? The products go mm-hmm. up. If mm-hmm. it's going to cost them more to, to have employees work for them, then it's they're going to pass that off to the whoever they're servicing. Mm-hmm. It, that effect that downstream effect on increasing taxes on one segment will affect other segments of society if you don't believe it go to lowe's go to any hardware store uh, and I, I again i i probably shouldn't mention store names but any place that sells lumber and buy a two by four and, and you'll realize they're three to four times what they were just a year or so ago and why is that Be- because less workers less harvesting Prices went up, government spent, taxes, everything. And so, so you, you, you want to build a doghouse now. It's, it's cheaper to go buy <laughs> one of these luxury things than to build your own because wood is so incredibly expensive. I'll speak from, exp- yeah, uh, from experience, you know, yeah. Ron. Last year, you saw my outdoor yes. kitchen I built at my uh-huh. old farm in yeah. Trigg County, my uh-huh. place there. Yeah. Last year at this time, I was paying less than $3 for a 2 by 4 by 8 Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I just made an order for my new home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're about ten dollars yeah, a piece for yeah. two by four by yeah, eight. Yeah, in a year. In one year. In one year. Now there were a number of factors that went into that. Of I course. mean, the, co- the the supply lines were shut down. Sure. Uh, because of COVID, employees were laid off. So mm-hmm. there's a supply and demand issue. Mm-hmm. But there's also another issue too. The building has increased. Building demand has increased. Sure. The supplies are are short. Mm-hmm. Buildings increased. The other thing is is the one reason why building is increased because of low interest rates. Yeah, these are important points because these are unseen factors that Everything cause ties, yeah. financial. There's a financial yeah. impact. Mm-hmm. So getting back to this question of the debt that mm-hmm. we have, mm-hmm. what will the financial impact be when the federal government cannot pay? the interest it owes on the debt? Well, um, I, I, all we've got to do is, is look at recent history with Greece. I mean, literally the country of Greece, um, other countries in the European Union just said, hey, listen, if we don't, if, if we don't just give them money, th- there's going to be an entire country that, that, that's non-solvent or, or solvent, whatever the word is. I'm, I'm trying to 
uh, the, the whole idea is nothing's going to be able to happen. This whole country is going to it's just going to collapse because they can't afford to even pay I- any of the federal employees. They can't it, they, they, nothing. So it's a complete collapse. We think as a as a nation that's never going to happen to us. I bet the people in Greece thought it never happened to them either. That's right. It took the European Union to bail them out. Exactly. When there was a crisis there, and when Greece, by the way, when they were insolvent, when mm-hmm. they couldn't pay their bills, mm-hmm. when the European Union realized that that was going to affect the whole EU, yeah. then they then they got involved. Yeah. yeah. That's my understanding anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Happened. Yeah, but we're here, not economists. So let's, bring it, let's bring it closer to Kentucky. Okay. We have had a pension crisis here with teachers yes. and state workers mm-hmm. where the, the pension funds were uh, not funded to the levels that they should have been. Right. And we, uh, some drastic changes had to take place in the mm-hmm. legislature. Uh, there were a lot of battles and there were hurt feelings. Mm-hmm. But here's the reality. If that was not shored up and if it continued to go on the path it was going, some of those retirees that were depending on a check coming from the state, they weren't going to get it. Mm-hmm. That affects a real household, Absolutely. a real family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it affects the, uh, the trust in the state as well because mm-hmm. if the state is not able to pay its bills, then people aren't going to want to do business to say it affects the whole economy. Already, I think it, there's there's kind of a date every year where they say, okay, you've met your tax thing, and I think it's already where people work from January to May, and 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 that it all of that is to be able to pay the government for the government to be able to do what the government does. They don't manufacture anything. They don't provide. You know, it, it, it's just. Over, so basically they say, hey, we're, we need more people to be able to collect more money, to be able to spend more of your money. So we've got to get bigger. In Time Magazine, after Joe Biden's, uh, President Biden's speech where he unveiled all this, I, th- I believe it was Time Magazine, I read the headline that says, Joe Biden wants to usher in again an, the era of, of big government. And they, it was almost like they were applauding that. You know, big government again. So, so we want to hire more people who aren't going to produce anything other than spending your money. Let's talk about that. Okay. We've got to take a quick break. If you're sure. tuning in, you're listening to The Commonwealth Matters. We'll take a break, and we'll be back in just a minute. Hi, Richard Nelson, Executive Director of the Commonwealth Policy Center here. It's clear to all of us that we're living in confusing and challenging times where law and culture are increasingly hostile to Christian values. So how do you maintain your faith and convictions in such a climate? That's a question that we're helping to answer at our Christianity and Culture Conferences. The goal is to help believers to understand the culture and how to respond in an effective and winsome way. And we'd love for you to join us. The first two conferences were well-received, and we look forward to seeing you at our fall conferences in Bowling Green, Paducah, and in Somerset. To find out more about them, go to CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. That's CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. Dot org, And we look forward to seeing you in the fall. Hi, Richard Nelson here with the Commonwealth Policy Center. It's clear that the news media isn't always fair. In fact, there's lots of far-left bias and political gamesmanship. No surprise there. So if you're looking for perspective that's grounded in the truth of Scripture and our nation's founding principles, then get plugged into CPC's resources. Sign up for our e-newsletter at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at Commonwealth Policy Center. And we're on Twitter at CPC for Kentucky. Welcome back to the Commonwealth Matters. I'm Richard Nelson, CPC Executive Director, here with Ron Hicks, and we are talking about the era of big government. Big. It is back with President Joe Biden. It's back with Congress being controlled by Democrats in the U.S. House and in the U.S. Senate. 
And we've just uh, seen this $4.1 trillion spending proposal come from the Biden administration, $1.8 trillion in the family plan, an additional $2.3 trillion with infrastructure spending, mm-hmm. and there's other bills to pay, too. Mm-hmm. We've not even talked about defense spending, mm-hmm. Social Security, uh, Medicaid, Medicare— not talked about that. No, but Ron, and, and, and for the listeners, I'm sure you've, you're familiar with the term pork. There's always pork to these bills to be able to say, well, along with this, be able to help the infrastructure. There's a there's a, a cannabis farmer over here somewhere that you know we're gonna and and this new business over here and and this you know and so there's always the millions of dollars of pork that's added to all that has nothing to do with what the bill is. So, so Ron, you made a point right before the break okay. about the, the nature of government, mm-hmm. right? The government doesn't produce anything. They don't. They're, they're not creative. They're not coming up Mm-mm. with new ideas. They're not they're coming not inventing. up. They're not inventing. They're not, yeah. They're not creating a product. Mm-mm. They're not marketing something. Nope. But really what they're doing, now there's some functions of government that only government mm-hmm. can do, mm-hmm. like secure our borders. Oh, stand, uh, standing army. We've got an army navy. to defend mm-hmm. ourselves, Absolutely. a navy to defend ourselves. Mm-hmm. We, The government prints money. I mean, that's sure. the medium of exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at the Constitution, it creates post roads, which whatever those, I guess, roads between post offices. Mm-hmm. It, we have the Postal Service. Mm-hmm. There are a few functions the, of government. Treaties with other governments, uh, you know, uh, 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 inter- interaction between other governments and all the rest of that. Meeting yeah. out mm-hmm. justice is probably the biggest mm-hmm. one, right? If mm-hmm. you have a lawbreaker, a criminal, mm-hmm. a da- mm-hmm. danger to society, we have police, mm-hmm. we have judges that mm-hmm. hear the cases. Mm-hmm. There are important functions to government. Absolutely. Very necessary. Sure. But in a free nation. The government that allows maximum freedom, maximum opportunity to the people, it stays out of redistributing wealth. It stays out of the family Mm -hmm. plan. Mm -hmm. As well-intentioned as that might have been, that is not the function of government. No. To provide free health care or free school or tuition forgiveness. It is like this. Here's the analogy. When the government gets involved with areas that a free people have the freedom to get involved with it. Uh-huh. Do I want to go on to college and accrue debt or not? Do I want to uh, work as a tradesman, be a plumber or a carpenter, or do I want to be a doctor or a lawyer? That is a choice that free people make. Right. Uh, do I want to save or do I want to spend? Do I want to be uh, aggressive and diligent and, and, and ambitious with my time, or do I want to be lazy? and say, These are issues, Ron. These are Mm -hmm. questions that free people decide for themselves. It's not the government. Here we have the government with under the Biden administration. This isn't the first time. Other administrations have proposed that the government get involved with other areas as well. And uh, it's like the, in a baseball game, it's like Mm -hmm. the umpire Mm -hmm. stepping onto the field. It's like the umpire playing in one of the positions instead of letting the players play, instead of the umpire calling balls and strikes which is the mm. function of government. Right, right. Call balls and strikes. Right. Don't get on the field. Mm-hmm. Don't take sides in one team or the other. Uh, and on top of it, you see a lot of the um, impetus for this comes from, you hear the term wealth inequality. Mm-hmm. You hear this, the rich have enough. We need to tax the rich higher. And that's part of the proposal for the family plan. We're going to tax the rich at a higher rate. Really, is that okay to envy? Is it okay to to take from somebody who's done well and to redistribute their wealth to somebody else? Ron, I was on the phone this morning with a very wealthy individual who 40 years ago, he had nothing. He was Mm -hmm. out of college, didn't come from a wealthy family. Uh, He was in 
just a hardworking college kid. He built up a business and was successful. And that business grew. He was actually able to uh, expand into other businesses. Mm -hmm. He's a very, very successful person. But he was telling me, Richard, you know, in California right now, where if I was running my business there uh, and under their tax code, he'd have to pay exponentially much more than what he pays in Kentucky. But if he passed away, he said, look, if I had a million dollars and if I was in California, they have a 70 percent tax wow. on, on that wealth. So, so hmm. this is interesting. The, that means that the state of California would get 70 percent of that million or seven hundred thousand dollars. Wow. The family would get three hundred thousand. And but they'd be taxed of, on it. <laughs> now, you're exactly right. And he said sure. this, out of that 300000 they would have to pay 150000 in other various taxes. Mm -hmm. Out of his million dollars, if he was in California, his family would end up with $150,000. Wow. Here's the question. Is that just no. for a government that has not worked for that money to take that money from that family and to take all of that hard work, to take the planning, to take the ability to use that wealth, however... Whether it was on themselves or, let's say, to bless the church mm -hmm. or to bless a nonprofit mm -hmm. or to help in some way, become philanthropic, the government is actually dipping into the pocket of that family and saying, we know better. We're going to take from that family because we know better. And is that the truth? No. This is a question for all of yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because this well, is where that's, that's what they're actually saying. They're saying... That, well, this person may have had enough sense to be able to f f all this wealth, but but certainly nobody else in the family is going to be able to have that same. So, 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 and politicians, not all of them, but many of them think that, that when they go, they think that everybody has voted them the most intelligent a instead of them going and thinking that there are servants. It's like, I'm the smartest person in this state. Therefore I should decide for everybody in this state, governor or whatever, What's important? What's essential? And that's in our own state. We had a governor that said, "Whether you're religious or not, I have determined that religious organizations are not essential." You know who? The governor of the state of Kentucky has told me that religious services are not essential. And, and to put a finer point on that, uh -huh. this was in the context of businesses that he was going to allow open, yes. and those he said need to close. Yes. To preserve public health. Right, right. And you're right. He said churches must remain closed. Right. Abortion clinics, though, they're essential. So the only abortion clinic in the state of Kentucky remained open, despite the fact that it was operating against what the laws of the land were. So so the government is deciding for me what's essential and non-essential. That's Madeline in my business. That's right. <laughs> That's because, big government. Because you're, well, you're a pastor. You also yes. believe in the First Amendment, yes. freedom of religion, yes. which is a guaranteed fundamental guaranteed. right. Yeah. But your point about the government and those in office thinking they're the smartest in the room, mm -hmm. uh, it reminds me of what Will Rogers, a humorist in the mm -hmm. early 1900s, and what he said about Congress. He said, and he had a dry sense of humor, mm -hmm. he said, I don't make jokes I just watch Congress and report the facts. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But you, so you look, it's easy to criticize Congress, and there's a lot to be critical of there. Mm -hmm. But they uh, they are doing, and it, uh, they're doing they're what doing we allow what, them to do. Exactly. They, they're doing. Exactly. We are in debt, Ron, mm -hmm. in our nation, mm -hmm. because as individuals, we are okay with debt in our personal lives. Well, this last presidential election, again, because of the the pandemic. More people voted in this last presidential election than I think ever voted before. And and uh, forget Democrat, Republican, forget parties. 
but there were there there was the the our current president was saying I'm going to get I'm going to increase size of the government I'm gonna we're gonna spend more money we're gonna do all and everybody was uh, a majority of the people was like great <laughs> you know it, there was so, other people that were saying who's gonna pay for this ah it doesn't matter you know yeah, we're not gonna have to that's right now here's here's some I want to close we got just a couple minutes here oh, I want to close with some biblical principles okay. that speak of that work. might be the we, only truth that you're gonna hear listeners for the in, scripture, right? <laughs> no I hope not <laughs> look we as we started out this program with in the first segment we are built to work it is in mm-hmm. our DNA. Mm-hmm. We're built to provide for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We are built to provide for our families, right. to build up our communities, and mm-hmm. we're built to honor God. Yes. Listen to what this says. Proverbs eighteen nineteen says, whoever is slack in his work is brother to him who destroys. Mm. Work with it in the mm-hmm. right way. Use your talents and gifts yes. in a way that builds up. Don't be slack in mm-hmm. your work. Uh, as far as providing for families, 2 Thessalonians 3.10 says this, for mm. even when we were with you, we would give you this command, if anyone is not willing to work, mm. let him not eat. Right. If you're able to work, mm-hmm. you need to work. Mm-hmm. At least at least provide for yourself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's hard to see people panhandling here in Kentucky. There are some people who probably need help. I saw a guy the other day who looked like he was dressed well, he was fit, he didn't look like he messed, missed a meal. And he was, you know, begging. And I, I'm conflicted. I know that uh, we are to help those who need help. But, boy, if somebody's dressed well and if they're on their cell phone asking for <laughs> help, it's, a, it's kind of challenging to do that. Ron, I want to close with another. Let's see here. First Timothy 5.8. But if anyone does not provide for mm, his relatives, yeah. and especially for members of his household, mm, he has denied worse, the faith yeah. and is worse than an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. So, okay, if you don't work yourself, you're not going to eat. But if you... Don't provide for your family. If you have resources, don't. You're worse than an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. So we have some very clear-cut passages that yeah. speak of our obligation to work, that speak of our caring for others. Mm-hmm. Be prudent with your budget. Be prudent with the resources that God has given you. Don't be in debt. Mm. And on this final point, we're going to have to close here. Don't allow the government to get into further debt as well. We right. have a federal government that and a state government that uh, has accumulated debt. And with the state government, by the way, that's with the pension, unfunded pension liability. Mm -hmm. Free is not really free. It's not really free. Mm -mm. That's a good note to end on, Ron. All right, good program, brother. God bless you, listeners. Growing up as a child, who did you turn to whenever you had a crisis? Who was your source of strength? Who held you in the darkest situations and became your beacon of light? Most of us will recall the love of our parents, our grandparents, our family. But the harsh reality today is that there are many who face the dark places of life totally alone. Since 1869, the mission and the ministry of Sunrise Children's Services has been to help children in crisis. That need grows every day in Kentucky. Everyone with a passion for children can join us in giving hope to children in need. To learn more, just visit sunrise.org or call 1-800-456-1386. Matthew 25, 40 tells us, The king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you did for me. Now's the time to be a child's source of strength. Come help us at Sunrise Children's Services.